0: Welcome to another podcast by Victoria Point Baptist Church. We are glad you have joined us today. If you would like to connect with us as we aim to introduce people to Jesus by connecting with our local community and beyond, you can find out more at vpbc.com.au. Thank you, Matt. Uh, I've missed uh, being in church and uh, fellowshipping together and to singing and just praising. It's good to come together and to focus the eyes of our heart on Him. And uh, I've missed that and it's been good to be here today with you. Uh, During any normal day, uh, we're called upon to trust people. Uh, If you go for a drive in the car, you're trusting that uh, the other person has got your best interests at heart and they're going to stay on the opposite side of the road and not run into you. If you go to pick up a takeaway for dinner, you're, you're trusting that that person has your best interests at heart and is going to cook that chicken properly. Uh, so you don't end up in hospital sick. So we go through uh, each and every day trusting people, uh, believing that uh, they're responsible, that they have our best interests at heart, and, uh, and that we can go through the day uh, without any difficulty. But you and I have learnt, and sadly we've learnt the hard way, uh, that not everyone can be trusted. Not everyone is for us. And sometimes, sadly, people intentionally set out to uh, take benefit, I suppose, from us or take advantage of us. Uh, sometimes they can be intentional in their desire even to hurt us, which is really sad. And, and from our reading today, we, uh, Jesus talks about or reminds us of the dangers that we face living each day, uh, that there are robbers and thieves who are trying to uh, steal and destroy And so we need to be aware of the danger. And for us, although there are things, I suppose, that physically challenge us, we have to be careful how we try, we have to be careful how we do things. Spiritually, there are many voices, Uh, there are many things, there are many cultures. The world cries out to us and calls us by name and says, Follow me. And so the world's constantly seeking our attention, it wants to have control of our hearts and our minds. And what it's trying to do is to steal and destroy and to rob. And as we continue to look, if you have your Bibles, if you want to turn to John chapter 10, uh, and we'll be looking at various verses there, we see that Jesus uh, is talking about or sharing with us uh, the dangers, uh, symbolically speaking about the dangers that we face and the need for us to be aware. I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. And so Jesus is using language that uh, was a part of their everyday life. Sheep, shepherds, sheep foals, all things sheep. Uh, sheep keyrings, sheep all those sorts of things, sheep. They would understand very well because that was a part of their life. And so Jesus uses this language so that they can understand. And he symbolically is talking about the fact, I suppose, is uh, we need to understand not everyone has our best interests at heart. We cannot trust everyone and we cannot trust every voice that we hear. We cannot trust what the world says to us, this is the way to live. We cannot follow the world's example because we cannot trust that voice. We cannot trust that voice. They, they don't have good intentions. They're, they're to seek and to destroy and to rob and all those things. So what would happen? Uh, there would be a sheepfold and there could be more than one group of sheep, but all these sheep would come into a sheepfold. It would uh, have a wall made out of rough stone or maybe mud and there would only be one entrance, one gate, one door into that sheepfold and only the shepherds were allowed in. And so if someone wanted to steal the sheep, uh, they had to virtually jump the fence or sneak in some other place in the dark to come and do that. And Jesus is symbolically giving us a heads up to be careful. There are people, uh, there are intentions, there's uh, worldly thinking, there's all sorts of things that we have to be aware of because they come in to, to destroy. When the word thief is talked about cunningness, so when the Bible talks about thief, there was an understanding that there was a certain cunning, they sneak around, they're not obvious. When it talked about robbers, it talked about those who are violent, uh, who would do anything they can to get what they wanted. And that's the sort of the picture of the world, that there is cunningness and there is violence. There are people who are trying to rob us of the life and the hope and the peace that we have by trusting God that's under threat. Where we put our faith and hope in God and trust Him for our life, that's what people are trying to steal. And even in the Old Testament, in the book of Ezekiel, um, there's a reference there to all the religious leaders were evil. And Ezekiel the prophet used the same sheep sort of symbolism. He said, you're not a very good shepherd at all. You're only interested in the sheep for the meat that you can eat to keep your bellies full. And you're only interested in the wool so you can keep yourself warm. And so Ezekiel was using the same symbolism of this, these shepherds. Well they weren't, they were bad shepherds, they weren't looking after the people. Today we just need to realise and be open to the threat and the challenge upon our life because the world is trying to seek and destroy, to take away the peace and the joy and the life and the hope we had by fully trusting God. The world's message is totally different from God's. And just as Jesus is using this to warn those people, He's warning us, be aware. We cannot listen to every voice. We cannot believe that the world's intentions for us, they don't care about us. (laughs) Often the worldly intentions, the things to win our hearts and our souls, is for their benefit. It's not for us, it's for them. And Jesus is warning us just to be careful. Uh, Not everyone can be trusted. Not everyone can be trusted. Now I don't know how you steal sheep, Um, I haven't done that for a while, but I'd imagine it would be easier rather than just taking a sheep at a time and running it back. The best way to get sheep or to steal sheep is to get them to follow you. So I'd imagine, I don't know what they do, whether they said here sheepy, 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 whether that worked, I've got no idea. But what would happen is these robbers and thieves would try and imitate the voice of the shepherd. And so they would try and use a voice that was similar to the shepherd to try and get the sheep to follow them. So if they're going to steal the sheep, they try and imitate the true voice. Uh, The world is cunning and deceitful um, and they make out like everything's great just do this and you'll have a happy life, just follow this, you'll be great, build up this, have that, enjoy that, don't worry about anyone else, just live for yourself. They sort of have this mantra uh, that sort of makes sense, it sort of resonates in our thinking but Jesus is saying don't listen to the voice, don't listen because in the same way today the world tries to imitate the voice of the shepherd. And so Jesus the Good Shepherd, which Sean spoke about a couple of weeks ago, he says trust me, you can trust me and we can. But the world tries to imitate the voice of the shepherd to, keep the sh- to steal the sheep and the world is telling me and you, you can trust me, this is good, no, this is all above board, this is legit, this is a good thing, why don't you do this, why don't you do that? And very easily we can find ourselves being called away from a lifestyle where we're following God and called into a lifestyle that honors the world and you know what Jesus says, that's like thieves and robbers stealing your spiritual soul, thieves and robbers stealing your peace and your quietness and your spirit and your joy and your hope. So there's these voices that want to steal, steal the security that we have. We can't trust anyone. Now just the other day, Kath got a phone call for the Department of State Revenue or Australian Revenue And they said she owed them lots of money and if she wasn't going to pay up she was going to go to jail and you know how the phone calls go. So I waited a few days to see if anyone would call up because maybe she had a secret life on the side that I didn't know about but (laughs) no one turned up, she doesn't owe the government any money. But people are always trying to con us and trick us and they're cunning and they're deceitful and they're like robbers and they want to destroy our soul, they want to rob us of the truth of trusting God. Now there's no joy or peace or hope like just resting in God. There's no better life than just trusting Him. He is a good shepherd, Jesus said. We can trust Him, but Jesus is saying there's thieves and there's robbers, and they're not trying to come through the gate. They're trying to sneak over the walls in the dark to rob us, and we need to be aware. And so we need to have this understanding that we can't be trust everyone. You know, there are so many people offering false hope. There's so many people saying this will work. There's so many voices trying to imitate the voice of God, to trying to step in and get our attention. That we need to be aware and open to those things. Now, they would say that sheep are not the smartest animal on the ark. Uh, I I don't know about that. They're not renowned for being highly intellectual sheep. I've never spoken to one, so I, I don't know, but we've given them that sort of thing. But do you know sheep are very good in this? They recognize the voice of the shepherd, they recognize the voice of the shepherd. And that's what keeps them safe, that's what keeps them in place. And so what they're able to do is when they understand that there's a threat and they hear a different voice, they run. Now that's what we need to do. Uh, My personal experience has been that the the world's voice is cunning and it's it's just little bit by little bit. It's not obvious but it just sinks in. Oh Paul, look after yourself, maybe you should buy this. Don't you worry about that. There's just a cunning little voice that tries to get in and to draw me away from the life. So when sheep hear a voice that they don't recognize, they run. Look from verse 5. But they, the sheep, will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Uh, We need to be on our guard, all of us, pastors, everyone, we need to be on our guard because the world is cunning and it's deceitful and it just snares us away from God a little bit by Thank you. I've been away three weeks, I didn't charge my batteries, I'm very sorry about that. The warning is real and we need to be well aware and we need to be careful. Robbers and thieves trying to steal those things. In the sheepfold, I mentioned to you before, but they would often be a number of flocks of sheep. So there'd be a big sheepfold but there could be say four or five flocks. And so in verse 3 of chapter 10, you'll see there where it talks about a gatekeeper. And the gatekeeper's role was to identify the true shepherd because in a sheepfold there was only one gate or one door and only the true shepherds could come in and out of that gate. And so there was a gatekeeper that would allow the shepherds to come in and keep others out. Can I encourage you to have a gatekeeper over your heart and mind? Can I encourage you to put your faith and trust in God's leading of His Spirit and have a gatekeeper over your heart and mind so that the world wouldn't steal it, so the world wouldn't take hold of it, that we continue to live in a way where we're honouring God and living in a way that pleases Him. So it would be really wise for us to be aware and to have a gatekeeper and to these understand these things. As we move on, as we read from verse 2 to 4, we see that... Rather than being deceived, let's rest in God. Rather than being deceived, let's trust in Him. From verse 2. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he has brought out his own, he goes on ahead of him and his sheep follow him because they know his voice it would be very, very wise of us to discipline ourselves to the point where we understand and we hear God's voice. Where through experience, uh, through engagement, through having time with God, where we actually get to know and hear His voice. It may not be audible for you, for some it is. But what I'm talking about, that sense of this is truth, this is God, this is lies where we have the ability to separate the lives of the world and those who want to hurt us and understand and hear the voice of the true shepherd who loves us and wants to protect us. And so what would happen is that these, the shepherd would come into the fold and they'd know his voice and he would lead them out for the day uh, and they would eat and drink and do whatever they do and then he would lead them back into the fold and, and that's what the good shepherd would do. And the amazing thing is about shepherds and, and lots of people is they had name for all the sheep. I had some cousins who had a cattle property and there, I don't know, there must have been hundreds of cows but every single one looked the same to me <laughs> and yet uh, Morgan, this man, he could actually identify the cows, he had names for them and I thought that just looks like a brown cow and that looks like a brown cow but he, you know, had names for them. How good is it that Jesus, the good shepherd, knows your name? He knows you he knows each of us he calls us by name and he calls us every day to come out and live out under his protection and his grace he calls us every day to trust his plan and then he sort of tucks us back into the fold at night where we're safe and secure and so when jesus starts talking about being the door of the gate what he's saying is i am the means by which your life has meaning and purpose where it has safety and protection there's only one gate one door into the fold uh, and they could only go in and out that, and the watchkeeper made sure it was the right shepherd. And we need to have that same mindset where we have a gatekeeper over our minds and we need to trust as God leads us. If you're willing, if you're available, if you're open, Jesus will call you by name every day. He'll say, Come follow me. And whether you're shopping or you're working or you're doing this, if you're willing, Jesus will call you by name and say, Follow me. So the shepherd would lead and the sheep would follow. And once they recognised the voice and they knew it was a true shepherd, whatever he said would go. So I want to encourage you that every day would be a day where you're listening for the voice of the shepherd because he'll say, come follow me. Do this, speak to this person, go there, don't do that, do this. He'll speak to you. And, and that's the beauty and that's why we have to understand the voice because there's people that we can't trust, voices in our heads who say, come this way, follow me. But God's intention was that we come into His fold and we understand the Good Shepherd and we listen to His voice because Jesus is the door to the life that you and I want. Jesus is the door, the pathway, the means for us to live the life that we so desperately want. There's no other way, there's no other means. It's Jesus, He's the only one. And so Jesus is saying, I am the door, some versions say I am the gate. And what is? think of that sheepfold... There is only one way in and one way out, you can't sneak in the sides, the world's trying to but we need to identify the voice of the shepherds, say this is truth and we need to articulate and understand that the world's voice is lies and we need to follow the voice of Jesus day by day, moment by moment at all times. That's what it means when we understand how we rest in God. Now, I've played uh, a a lot of cricket over my years and I've come to understand the best way to face really fast bowling because not only can they get you out but they can hurt you. (laughs) It's a very hard ball and it hurts. And do you know where the best way to face fast bowling? is from the other end. (laughs) Is to get someone else down to the striker's end. You want to get to the other end of the pitch where you can lean on your bat and watch someone else face. (laughs) That's what Jesus wants to do. By his spirit, he wants to lead and guide us. He says, I don't want you to be in the line of fire. I don't want you to be the one under attack. I'm going to take this. I'll take responsibility for this. And so when he says, I am the gate, I am the door, I am the way that we're able to survive in this difficult and dark life. Because we're at the other end, he's facing the fast bowling. He takes it upon himself. But it's a, see, the problem we have is there's so many voices, so many cultures, so many people say, come this way, come that way. We need to hear His voice, we need to listen to it and we need to get to the place where we're trusting Him. Now Jesus went to a lot of trouble to make this a good message to people. He thought, hmm, what way can I talk to these guys where they'll understand it? I know, I'll talk about sheep and shepherds and sheepfowls, you know, as their bread and butter stuff. But we read in verse 6 this amazing thing, even though that he was talking in terms that they could understand, they still didn't get it. So I'm just putting a little red flag, I'm just putting a little warning here, I'm just putting a little buzzer under your bottoms on the seat. (laughs) We need to be really careful here because these people should have got it but they didn't and it could be the same for us. We can't trust the voices of this world. Unless we're really intentional and focused, it's easy for us to think that it's the shepherd's voice, but actually it's not. And so we need to be aware, I suppose, of just how important it is to listen and to do those things. So what do we need to do? What's the idea of this sheepfold? Jesus says, I'm the gate into the sheepfold. We have to run from all the deceit. We have to run from all the lies. We, We understand that People cannot always be trusted and we need to run into the fold of God's protection because He is the true shepherd, He is the true one. And as we continue to read from verse 7, we get this wonderful verse, Therefore Jesus says again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. Jesus is the door, the pathway, the gate. There's only one way in and that's through Him. And that's the life that you and I want, that's the life you and I need. The world will say, hey, there's all these other pathways, there's all these other doors, try this, try that. But Jesus says, you know what, I am the gate, I'm the only one into this fold where you can find protection and peace and comfort. Like we saw on the little children's video, they said that the shepherd would lead the sheep and when he'd get to the gate, he'd stop and he'd count all the sheep to make sure that he had enough. They say that not only would he do that, but he'd look for any injuries to see if any of the sheep needed healing or help but he'd also look to see if they were thirsty or dehydrated he'd give them something to drink and you know what the shepherd did when, when they're all in and they're all safe and they're all attended to you know what the shepherd did then he lay down across the gate across the doorway to protect the sheep from walls and attacks how good is our God how wonderful is Jesus what a great great shepherd he is How good he is the only way? Why is it that we look for other ways? How is it that we're tempted? Why do we listen to those voices? How is it that in their cunningness they pull us away from God and follow things in this life and this world when all the time Jesus says, I'm the only way? Come in through Jesus and he'll heal you. Come in through the gate of faith of Jesus and he'll give you something to drink. He is watching over you, He'll call you by name, He wants to protect you. The sheep knew, the sheep when they got into that fold they felt secure because they understood that was a place of safety and protection and I think it would be so good if we just willingly went into the fold and trusted God. And why can we? Well as we look at verse 11 and 13, we see two different alternatives but we see more than that, we see the motives by those behind those who try to lure us who try to take us away from God and it's a wonderful thing it says uh, an explanation I mean Jesus said I'm the good shepherd the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep the hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep so when he sees the wolf coming he abandons and the sheep and runs away then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it the man runs away because he is a hired hand and he cares nothing for the sheep can we be really clear about something The world and its thinking and its culture doesn't care two hoots about you. The world with its philosophies and its new insights and its new theories and its new fangdangle things that we should be doing following doesn't care a single thing for you. It's got nothing to do with you. Whether it's social media or it's this or that, the only reason they want us is for our money and our pocket and our heart and our time. They don't care two hoots about you. You think Facebook or any of those mobs making millions of dollars care about you? Forget it they couldn't care two hoots. And this is what I've found, when I run to those things that are false voices or false shepherds, when I run to them when I'm under attack, they've got nothing for me. There's nothing there to help me or protect me or guide me or help me in any way. All those false voices that call for us to follow, all those people trying to imitate the voice of the shepherd, when trouble comes, they take off because they don't care about you. As we consider how we invest our time and our money and our energy, are we investing in the shepherd or are we just investing in people who just want us for their own benefit? Because when the crunch comes, when you have to run, when you're under attack, it's only the shepherd who will protect. It's only the shepherd's voice that you'll receive comfort. We often use the phrase pig in mud. Which means you cannot be any happier, if you're a pig, than rolling around in mud. Now, I've seen some children who might have some piggish sort of traits. They seem to like to do similar things. But generally, a pig in mud is a pig rolling around in the mud, having the bestest life. Well, for a sheep, they don't roll around in mud. Uh, they like to have nice, cool pastures and uh, streams and things. You know, uh, The 23rd Psalm gives those pictures. And then as we read on, Jesus says to us something really important. I am the gate, whoever trusts in me, whoever comes through my doorway to find the life that they want, whoever comes to me to be the source of their hope and their peace, the, the one who, who doesn't listen to the ones who are trying to imitate my voice, but Jesus said, I'm the door, if people come through, whoever enters through me will be saved and he will come in and go out and find pasture the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy but i have come that they may have life and have it to the full i think one of the challenges today for me in this passage when i read that was sometimes i follow god kicking and screaming i don't know why i know that's not good for a pastor uh, but sometimes i sort of follow god reluctantly sometimes i think my faith is a burden I feel like it's a weight, not always but just sometimes and I thought, Paul why would you do that? How silly is that? I've done some stupid things, this is a person who tried to put a scissors through the palm of his hand just to see if he could. So I'm, I'm not the smartest bloke sometimes but the silliest thing I ever do is to not embrace the life that God has for me. I mean, embrace it with a passion. Embrace it with joy and with energy and hope. And you know what? When I embrace the life that Jesus has for me, everything changes for me. When I embrace it, sometimes my faith is something, sometimes I feel like I kick stones a little bit, my head's down. Oh, life is tough and it's hard to be a Christian sometimes. And I'm listening to that voice who tries to imitate the shepherd, but it's not the shepherd. Because you know when my eyes are open and I'm not on medication and I'm thinking clearly... When everything's clear in this head, doesn't happen often, but when I embrace the love and the mercy and grace of God, it just lifts my feet off the ground. I just feel overwhelmed by a sense of His mercy and His love and His warmth and His gentleness and His caring and His compassion. No one can touch me when my focus is on Jesus who is the gate to life, not just life, but life to the full. So my encouragement to you this morning is not just that to hear the voice of the shepherd, and dismiss all the world's voices that try and imitate it, but embrace your faith. Just don't put up with it, just don't drag it along, just say, oh, this is something I've got to do, but embrace your faith and love it, because when we have a true picture of the grace and the mercy and the love of God, I tell you, it's the bestest life, it's the bestest life. Jesus said, I am the gate, I am the door, I am the pathway but not just to any old life, but I am the gate, the door, the pathway to life and life to the fullest, the bestest life. Pig in mud, pig rolling around in the mud, doesn't get any better than that for a pig. A sheep, well it's green pastures sitting under the tree, sipping a stream, what a great life. If we understand and we invest and we listen to the voice of the Good Shepherd and we obey it and we trust it and we follow Him day in and day out, if we're listening to the voice and following Him, I can guarantee you, it's the bestest life. Let's pray. Father God, it would be my prayer that you would aliven our senses, Uh, wake us up. (laughs) The world's voice suggests that whatever they offer us is for our best. That's not true, the world doesn't care about us, it just wants our money, it just wants our time, it just wants our attention. It wants us to sign up, it wants followers, it wants all sorts of things but it's just a hired hand, they don't really care about the sheep, they just care about themselves. So Lord help us to be wise, help us to wake up, help us to understand that the way they get us to follow them is to imitate the voice of the shepherd. But it's lies and it's deceit and it's cunning and they just want to steal and destroy father god i pray today that we'd make a commitment to always be within your fold that we would come in through jesus and we'd go out through jesus we'd spend all our time within god's fold because that's a place of peace and hope and security father god help us to hear the voice of the shepherd and to love him Help us to embrace Him. Help us not just to reluctantly follow Jesus, but to live it out with passion and vibrance and love following Jesus. Father God, I pray that we'd have a picture of He's counting each of us. He knows us by name. And He calls us by name. And there are people today that God's calling some for the first time some who know about the shepherd but have never come into the fold that they're living on the outside of that peace and that encouragement jesus is calling you by name today saying come to me come to me come into the fold come into the fold, where i can protect you and look after you and care for you to some this morning he's saying come back into the fold it's not that you've stopped being his children it's not that you've lost your faith but you're not really enjoying the benefit of the fold the protection and the peace and the comfort you've sort of had an ear for the the world's voice a little bit of the world and a little bit of God and it's just not doing anything for you Jesus is calling you to come into the fold he might be calling you for the first time or he might be saying come back into the fold and trust me really trust me because it's the bestest life as we stand and sing it's just up to you and free but if you'd like some prayer either to come into that foal for the first time I'd love to pray with you and speak with you but if you'd like some prayer just to come back and I suppose to rethink and place yourself within God's protection God's care not listening to the voice of the world they don't care trouble comes they'll run for their life let's invest in the true shepherd the good shepherd So as we sing, Sean uh, or someone here with me, if you just could come and pray, that would be great. Uh, And we'll go from there as we're singing together.